Hey, guess who's here? Yeah, it's recording. <laughs> now it started. Oh, hey, I guess maybe we'll edit that out, but why would we? Well, we don't do any editing. Oh, and here we are. Look at it in the we, evening. We should be called the Gong Show. <laughs> I know. Okay, there's another show out there called the Kath and Kim Show, and they're from Australia. And Shut up! It's a TV show, so when you try to search us, peeps, I'm so, so sorry. It has to be the Kim and Kath. Yeah, it, it can be challenging. It can be challenging to find us. I was I was looking. So, first things first. What are Welcome. you drinking, lady? Well, we're, we're recording this at night, 6.30 at night, and over the last seven or eight episodes, I have not shown up with coffee. So, tonight I thought I'll show up with coffee. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> And, and you with water. <laughs> oh man, we did. We gotta get the memo. We should probably plan before we. we I did. I usually have a coffee in the afternoon, and today I did not have. I had a coffee really early in the day, in the mm. afternoon. So I feel like I can manage a coffee tonight. Um, you awake? Typically, no. <laughs> Lately, nothing keeps me awake. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm starting to feel it. Hey, yay! It's been a few weeks. It's been a hot minute. I still have a hack. I sound like uh, I just. Uh, Again, I, I'm going to share. I want to share a little something about that. Yeah. Anyway. But you know what lives in your lungs? What lives in my lungs? Not like in general with Eastern medicine? Eastern medicine? Eastern medicine? Yeah. What? Grief. Wait, what? I'm a grief educator. I didn't know that. Really? Oh, man. My lungs are so sad. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. It's one of the places that uh, our uh, motions in our body. Is that in your hips? hips yeah. Are- well, hips for women, Ooh, especially. Yeah. Men, it's their shoulders and lower back. Women, it's hips. I do have a story about a little healing journey I went on on Saturday. Yeah, okay. But, that, how uh, are you? I'm glad you're feeling better. But anyway, okay. Before what the hell was, was that? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that. <laughs> oh, my God. The people that are listening to this, all they're going to hear is your... your <laughs> No, that is not what that was. It was an injection. But before we get to any of that. Oh my God. I'm glad you're feeling better, my friend. I had interrupted you. We were going to say, hey, welcome, everybody. We haven't even welcomed anybody. Welcome back to the Kim and Kath show. It's never too late (laughs) to be a gong show. To be a mess. Yeah, hot mess. Okay, so thank you for being glad that I feel better. Um, Oh, yeah. yeah. It's been a, it's been a, I, I, thanks, I hate it. Anyway, so. Do we have an update on the Renaults? Oh, Mm -hmm. I roll. I roll. No, nothing's happening right now. What Um, do you mean? Is the house painted? It is completely painted. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it is good. I'm glad that that's over. And I think I was extremely overwhelmed by it because I was feeling so horrible. Yeah. Um, But it's done. Um, and Wendell and Yo-Yo made it through? They did. And Wendell's sleeping on the rug behind me here. And I don't know where Oreo is. He might be locked in the basement by accident, but he followed me. So anyway, 
Um, and so I'm just waiting on the kitchen. Uh, it was supposed to start on Friday. Oh, the cupboards? Oh. No, but Friday, last Friday. Oh. Then Monday. It's not happening tomorrow, so we don't know when it's happening. So that that's the next phase. So you know what? It is what it is. I'm not going to get my my shorts in a knot. Your knickers in a knot? Not going to get my knickers in a knot. So uh, hey, tell us about you and your healing journey. Oh, well, we can talk a little bit about that later, but uh, I'm good. I just got back from a 10-day uh road trip cold calling old-fashioned cold calling for funny. our franchise business so uh we literally uh looked like salespeople. we had the back seat of our car was filled with business cards stickers pens hats shirts hoodies empty coffee cups i haven't gotten a hoodie bags <laughs> but I, I lost my job so let's just be fair about that it, right it, i don't deserve it i, didn't, I do I didn't have know. one at the shop for you Okay, anyway, carry on. So you were... So we were uh, old school cold calling, um, uh, driving across uh, uh, part of the British Columbia province and doing some cold calling and connecting and networking and uh, hung out with some friends. That was uh, unexpected and so that was fun. Did some sightseeing, some tourist stuff and had... Oh, I can't stand it. Especially in the province that I grew up in, mm. uh, but uh, it was good. It's all it was all good. We we're glad to be home. Uh, we had some, uh, you know, kind of like not quite up to standard accommodations, not quite up to standard car. Where we found out that we um we did try to do this trip on a budget, but we're a little too bougie for that budget. Mm. So you gotta you gotta stay in your lane. Well, I mean, even the car rental was still twelve hundred dollars, which I think is. Nothing's nothing's inexpensive anymore. Yeah, because I mean, we used to be able to rent a Toyota Corolla for like thirty nine bucks a day. I know, right? Yeah, it's twelve hundred dollars for the nine dead days. Rolling in it, Kimberly. Your business rolling is rolling, rolling, rolling. Uh, I got my the sweater I got from uh, Salt Spring Island because we oh, went over that, there. That is lovely. Love the colors. Is that black hey. and um, it's navy? Gold? It's really dark navy. Love it. Um, it's got little patches on the... Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a fall sweater? Yeah, what happened is it was freezing when we got to the island, so I had to buy a sweater. Right. Right. <laughs> now, how come you said you were wearing a different color. I was wearing purple. I was wearing a pretty mauve top, and I splattered spaghetti all over it. And I was like, ah! So what did you have for dinner? I had a very expensive spaghetti squash with uh yeah i had this thing today i don't know does this ever happen to you where you're just grocery shopping and sometimes some things just like stick with you like the price mm -hmm. so for years it used to be cucumbers and it used to make me crazy that a long english cucumber was a dollar 99 and i don't know why it would make me crazy but it would make me crazy but today i bought an organic spaghetti squash oh. and i bought an organic because they didn't have regular ones and i wanted spaghetti squash with meat sauce tonight with dinner it would be so good i love that um, I'm really trying to increase my fibers and veggies and all that stuff. Yeah, through veggies, not yeah. So anyway, I got it home and I cooked it. And so for Darren, I would put the spaghetti squash mixed with real pasta, and mixed so it increases his fiber as well. But um, I cooked it and shredded it all up, and there was literally a cup, <laughs> like less than one cup of spaghetti squash for seven dollars and eighty six cents. 
Awesome. I was like, what? So anyway, that's what I had for dinner. <laughs> what did I have, you ask? Well, no, I didn't. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you. Since we're sharing dinner stories, um, so I put a pause on uh, HelloFresh because oh. I didn't know when they were coming to do my kitchen and you can't really do a whole lot of cooking. And as you know, there's a, a little bit to it. You have to cook and you have, you, you have to have space and yes. stuff. So I, I bought myself my little cheap microwave. So I went and I got my old favorite. I bought myself some, um, frozen, frozen little dinners that have a little teeny tiny bit of chicken, a little teeny tiny pa a bit of pasta and maybe a pea or broccoli. Oh, did you cry? Well, no, I, you know what? I inhaled it so fast that I think I have heartburn from it because I was eating it because I haven't eaten all day. I've been running around feeling oh. so good and I thought I, I really need to eat something. So your organic dinner that was made from scratch <laughs> and I got mine from a box that hardly had anything in it, but you know what? It's sustained me and I might go down and have a little snack, maybe some chips. <laughs> Yay. Yum, yum. But anyway, since we're on the topic of food, Yes. Feelings. Food and feelings. Ooh. Well, we're I want to. Oh, go ahead. Go. No, go, go ahead. No, no. You go. No, you go. God, we're nice Canadians. No, you. No, you. No, you're prettier. No, you're nicer. No, you are. Yes, I know that, but you go. <laughs> no, it's okay. Food and feelings. Go. What were we going to say? Well, I was going to say we talked about what are we going to talk about? And we hardly ever do that. But we haven't seen each other in. Like a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been a long time and it's been Feels hard like on it. us. It's been hard on us. I, and I bet you, I bet you Adrian at Wishes Bake Shop is wondering where we are. Oh, okay. We have to circle back. Oh, did you go there? I, no, I haven't gone there. Okay. I, I don't go there without you. Okay, I'm just checking. Um, no, I, I have not gone there. It's a sad thing. And I haven't been to the other place that we go to for breakfast sandwiches either. So it's like my life. Neither have I. So, circle back. Let's talk about your health journey this weekend. Oh, like, okay. So I've been having some, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like this. Okay, go ahead. No, I've been having some health problems and uh, it's been kind of going on for about six weeks now, maybe. Mm -hmm. But now I'm starting to undergo tests and different things. And, um, but while I do that, while I unpack the Western style of, uh, mm -hmm medicine and all that. I also work on the Eastern kind of medicine, which is energy healing, chi, um, holistic stuff, all that kind of thing. So I do both. So, so I've started back with my naturopath. I got some IV therapy. I made Darren go with me on Friday and we went and got, um, we both cough. Pardon? Yeah. Well, I mean, IV therapy is really like for, it depends, like it depends. You have to have a consult so that she knows what to create in your cocktail, right? And so for me, because I've been having a real hard time kicking this cold that I got in May, yeah. it just really, and I'm starting to get really exhausted and I got lots of brain fog lately and headache and just, it's just deteriorating. Anyway, so for me, mine was high dose vitamin C, B, some magnesium, zinc, whatever else. We call it the B to Z, like it's all the things. And what happens is it goes directly into your veins and into your bloodstream versus through your digestion. So like if you were to take 3,000 milligrams of vitamin C, you would just pee it out. 
Yeah. Whereas if you get it through IV, it absorbs into your bloodstream. Right. Or if you were to take large doses of vitamin D, you or B, you would probably be sick in your tummy. Like you, you know what I mean? Whereas you can take so. Anyway, so it's just a quicker way. So for me, I get immune support right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the IV therapy for me is immune support. For Darren, it's the same thing. Uh, and, and because we're going into fall and it's going to be a busy season for him and I, we're older. I get sicker quicker. He hasn't gotten sick at all. But anyway, what's funny is after we got the inject uh, the injections, after we got the therapy, <laughs> the IV therapy, he was wasted. He... It was like he was hung over. He was done for the day. Because you get, it's like when they put a lot of uh, volume in you, like IV, like fluid, it really like, but for him, I think the vitamin, I think he had lots of detox, wow. right? From the antioxidants. Mm-hmm. And so he was just like wasted on Friday. And I get pretty jacked from IV therapy. Yeah, it gets me quite you are pretty jacked. Gets me pretty energetic. So anyway, so I did that. And then on Saturday, I had an appointment for an acupuncture kind of acupuncture and um, some emotional healing, some emotional blockage work. And so that was really... Who do you go to for that? I have have my my little healer. Okay. I have my little healer, Vince Van Ohm. Yeah. Um, I go see her. She's an acupuncturist and uh, energy healer. Um, She's the... I mean, I started with her five, six years ago. And for a few years, had a lot of like really intense, like really deep inner healing. So a lot of like revelations. It's, that's what I mean by the healing. It's when I say healing, I mean like it's like these deep rooted aha moments mm-hmm. and also moments that then allow the release of like hidden emotions that maybe I wasn't able to uh, display or, or articulate. Yeah, like that you're not able to acknowledge for whatever reason. So that's what I mean by healing, right? It just, it helps put things into perspective. Like, so anyway, so I did that. But what was funny is it connected to a breathwork class that I had done a couple weeks before that. And those two things also connected to this one particular thing that keeps coming up for me this last year. And it's like, it's a protective, like I have this, no, I've always been protective. That's always that's always been a thing. I've been overprotective because I was not protected as a kid, right? Like, and so you tend to be the uh, you know go to the extreme. But this is a little bit different. This this self protectiveness has come up probably five times in a way that's like where I see myself behaving in a way or responding in a way that I'm not really happy with, but I also. I don't necessarily want to like receive what's being said either. Like, I don't want to be open to everybody's opinions on right. whatever it right. is. Right. I, cause I feel like we do have to have discernment for ourselves. You need yeah. to, and you need to be kind of like grounded in your own vision, sense of self. Right. Otherwise you're just like tossed. Anyway, I'm going to just babble on about this. So, uh, this is just a little thing that kept showing up in different areas of my life, just just in small ways over the last year. And I was like getting kind of curious. So in the breath work, I don't know if I mentioned this. Probably not because we had Laura. We had a guest on last yeah, time. You didn't mention it. So do you want me to go? This is going to go woo-woo. It, I'm ready for woo. I'm your friend. I, I know. I'm used to woo-woo. Okay. I like <laughs> So in my breath work class, 
What came to me is I got a vision of the little teenage girl in me with fists up. Like, like right up in front of me. Like, that was the vision I got. Like, I'm, like, ready to go. I'm ready to fight. You can't get me, uh, I'm, and I'm ready. And so, um, uh, on the weekend when I went to do some edit, uh, to do some acupuncture, you know, the, uh, the acupuncturist or the healer, I call her my healer, she's also a dear friend, but she asked me, you know, they asked, she asked you questions, like, is there anything else that's strong <coughs> or anything else that's kind of, you know, on your mind or like is kind of showing up or, you know, they just kind of, she just kind of explores a lot of questions. And so I said to her, you know, about this breath work, right. And about this like pr little protective girl that's keeps kind of showing up. And especially over the last year, we've had two incidents where involving my husband, where I have felt like really protective yes. of him being attacked. Uh, anyway, so she said, you know, she started asking me about, you know, the time between the ages of kind of 12 and 14. And although it's very well known and documented and much of my own personal healing journey has been around the significant child abuse that I suffered because my mom was, and my dad, my dad was out of the picture, but my mom was unable to protect us. Right. We were victims of a horrible, horrible crimes. And so that's, that's kind of known. Like I've kind of, process that a lot over the years right so i didn't i wasn't thinking anything of that but she really took me back to a time and she could feel like a lot of the emotional intensity in the in my back in the back part of my my lungs also in the back in the base of my skull where all this um sinus stuff is sitting and um just taking me through that that 12 to 14 year old girl who and so there was a few incidences in my childhood during that time one was of course the big one at 13 when i was you know not protected and and left in a coma and all that by uh, my mom's uh and her boyfriend's doing and then i also had an incident with peers where um they my brother was sent by my mother to protect me because the girls in our neighborhood wanted to beat me up because we lived in a predominantly um, native area where we're Métis. I do not look Métis. And as a teenager, I certainly didn't look any native Aboriginal at all. And so there's a lot of pure, you know, bullying, that kind of stuff. And my brother had gone with me to the mall <laughs> and these girls found us and they sent my brother away and they beat me up. And so there's another moment of not being protected. And then my father, of course, had, had left us at a young age for many years. And I was on, so all these things, all these moments of being unprotected and now I'm going to cry. So what came up? So she's bringing me to these places and holding me through these to, to see that underneath that is this little girl who's sad. Yes. Yeah. And so being able to, in a safe place, mm -hmm be that sad girl like it was wild because oh you're on, i'm on the table and this is like happening inside my head okay she's just asking like little tiny questions and then this is playing out internally wow. it's not even coming out of my mouth like she has no idea what's going on right this is internally and i was just a, my lip my bottom lip just started quivering like uncontrollably i couldn't even stop it if i wanted to just and then of course the release of the emotion of allowing that little girl mm -hmm. to be sad yeah but okay so that was like so i was able to receive her sadness and let her be sad 
to to kind of just like release the release that release that emotion. But here's the harder part. So then my healer's like, "Okay, I'm gonna put my hands on you," and uh, I think she had them on my back at first. Yes, on my uh, on my back, and she goes, "I want you, I want you to." I want you to put all of your protectiveness in my hands. And I was like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> and she's like, I want you to visualize just putting all of it in my hands. And I was like, no, I don't want you to take that. <laughs> right? She's like, I'm asking for it. Don't worry. She goes, don't worry, I'm covered. Like, I don't want to give you my stuff. Right? So it was just kind of interesting. Yeah. And so we went, we just went through this process of like, releasing some of the emotion that was attached to like, you know, being unprotected and people coming at you when you don't ask for it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I find at this age of my life, when people are coming at me, when I don't ask for it, I'm getting a little bit more like punchy. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, I was just a little more, oh, okay, well, that's nice. Thank you. Or whatever. Like, or I just bite my tongue or whatever. But now I'm I'm a little bit more punchy about it. Like, and people are like getting like, okay, okay. What's like, wrong with her? Actually, yeah. she's a, trying to get in touch. And isn't it interesting? And thanks, uh, Kim, for sharing that. I I can only imagine how difficult it is to even talk about after going through something like that and just sharing it. And I think that you know, in this space, I don't know who's out there. I don't know who's mm -hmm. listening. But if it gives somebody, uh, oh my man, I can relate to that. You know, um, maybe we'll put the information in, in um, the show notes or whatever. But um, the body does remember, even when we try to suppress it. And, um, you know, that, I think we talked about this before. My daughter asked me a few years ago when I was really stuffing stuff down. Um, she goes, what about your inner child, mom? And I looked at her and I said, my inner child is dead. Ooh, like, ooh. how horrible is that? Like, she doesn't exist. I don't want to talk about her. She is dead to me. Like, I am not going back there. I don't want to drum that stuff up because it's hard, right? It's like, it's hard work. And I think this healing journey that you're on and everything that's happening with your body, um, I mean, it ties together in some way. And you're, what I love is that you're doing um, Western medicine and Eastern medicine. You're not relying on one. You're both no. together. And I think that's really a healthy approach. Um, I just actually said, I think it was probably, I was talking to myself because I'm by myself all the time. Maybe my dog. But I said. <laughs> you're talking to your people. Holy Dinah, um, does the body ever manifest? stuff like when you keep it so tight and push down because true story funny story not that funny but on friday i was i, I had to take care of my sweet little boy a little little grandson brody had croup and i mean i have a cold whatever we we i took care of him but i was putting my jeans on before he got there and i put my back out <laughs> oh and I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you? I'm going to say it. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I don't have time for this. I am so done. But it's like, I've been, and I, I'm starting to walk better and feel a little bit better, like, emotionally as well. But I, 
I sat down, it was this morning, and I'm like, okay, what is going on here? What is happening that's causing me to, I can't seem to push through, and I mean, this is a bad virus, so I don't, I, but I haven't taken a whole lot of stuff. Um, I can't seem to push through that, and now my back's going, my back hasn't bothered me for a really long time. And then I realized, oh, I'm holding on to a whole bunch of stuff. I'm trying to keep it together. And I just need to let some stuff go. I mean, I you make a cry. I had a great big cry on the walk this morning. Like I oh, good. Was walking, I'm walking the dog. I'm on baseline. <laughs> la, 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 la. Totally no reason. Ugly cry? Oh, totally. And, I'm and I don't know if anybody else wears glasses. When If you wear glasses and you cry, it's like they, it gets all over your lenses. I could barely see. And I'm like, I, I did, it just came out of absolutely nowhere. And then I, I dusted Wipe myself it. off and, yeah, and kept walking. And I actually do feel better. It's funny. You know, it's not funny. I hear what you mean, but it's, it's, yeah. and I think, yeah, well, it's not sad. It is, it is. You, I mean, you, your cold came and it laid you out flat. And that for the first time in seven or eight months, you slept for 12 hours in a day. Yeah. 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 I think that, I think that sometimes I know for me, in my case, typically in order to get my attention, uh, my, uh, usually it has to be an interaction that takes me out in my health in order for me to see stuff. But the other thing is, here, here's what I here's here's what I've known from my own experience, and you will probably identify with this, as will many people listening. And I I wanted to share a story as well with of a dear friend of mine that I just spent time with. She's in her fifties, and she's trying to unpack some some really uh, negative dialogue uh, mm -hmm. that goes on internally that only she is aware of, uh, but it has impacted and manifested into her life at this yes. age and it goes back to that little girl and mm -hmm. I don't mean to be like contrite or cliche or anything there there is always a place where there is a wounded child in us yes that still needs so for me with this this wounded child who needed to be protected I uh, when 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 my healer was taking me through this process to kind of see the sadness there was a period of, or I almost look at it, it was almost like a trifle. There's different layers in the moment, but there was a period where I was experiencing in the moment, such vulnerability in going there, yeah. um, and required her support energetically mm -hmm. to help me just even to be able to like, un like I could, it was like, I couldn't breathe. And then I'd get these big depths of breath that would finally like, <sighs> that would have let me then, okay, I'm going to save space. I can, I can be in that vulnerability of being that kid that is super sad that they don't have protection. But they need, With, yeah. Right. And then able to release that. Yeah. She gives and, me some statements about forgiveness and relieving and releasing. And then my, and then I could, felt like I could breathe again. Like it all went from, here yeah, into here. You know what's interesting is like when you, you know, when you come up against, like, say, your triggered trauma response, yeah. whatever, yeah. 
what happens in your body and I never realized before but what happens in my body is my throat gets constricted I get this huge lump like it can, I can't ah. I can barely swallow I have a really hard time catching my breath and my ears burn ah. and it's like I need, to, I need to hook you up with my girl my yeah, friend so it, but I I know then like if I'm trying to suppress oh. something I'm like, oh gosh. And that's like, that was on the walk this morning. And I'm like, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. And what else can we tell you? We are not professionals. We are just women who've got a lot of experience in trying trauma. to find our way through. And, and yeah, and it's never too late to get help. But the one thing that I do know for sure is it, when you start to dig in to your pain, it's harder first before it gets better yeah and you and that's where it, it takes bravery um and i i hear you like there's moments in your life where you gotta fake it till you make it you gotta act like everything is cool <laughs> because you can't like yeah. it you can feel like a gaping wound and that's where sometimes you have to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and be like okay when i get home i'm gonna sit and i'm gonna journal or i'm gonna do whatever i have to do to get to release some of this stuff, but we're not all in that space or age where we can actually just. Well, no, because there's, if you like it's hard. two it's hard. years ago, two years ago, these same incidences that have occurred over the last year, they're mm -hmm. just, and they're insignificant ones, but there were things that were kind of bothering me. I could tell because they sat with me. Yep. They didn't, I didn't fester on them. I didn't fixate on them. It wasn't like causing me sleepless nights, but they, they were there and they, they were memories that were, were adding up. And I was like, I want to be able to be in these situations in a different way. And I knew it had to do with me more so than the external situation. But two years Not ago, I would people know that though. Not many people yeah. realize, Oh, maybe I need to do something different. It's yeah. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like a few years ago, I would, I was I, I wouldn't have seen it that way. Right, because as you evolve and grow, and that's what I mean, it's never too late. No, I, I'm not saying that everybody has to walk around as their little inner child, but also if you are finding yourself experiencing barriers to feeling fulfilled and mm -hmm. feeling connected and feeling happy, there there's things to unpack there. Well, think about this: when we suppress our feelings, and this but sometimes you don't know you're suppressing. No. You don't. It's called coping, and what I, can I call tell it you, denial. From the grief, from the grief recovery method, a thing that they talk about is it's like when we stuff down our emotions, um, you it's like having a, a kettle of boiling water, uh, like and then you put a cork in it, and you wonder why you have such an extreme reaction to something, when normally it wouldn't be that way, and you found yourself yeah. in a couple of different situations like that. Well, that's, that is a normal part because you can't keep it all stuffed down. Like grief will demand your attention mm -hmm. and it comes out like we, we all do it. Like, and you think, what's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. You've gone through something and you haven't dealt with it. And just like you said, it, it, it happens in steps. It's not, some people can immerse themselves in it, but Going through this is a lifelong journey. Yeah, for one hundred percent, it's it's a lifelong journey as you are ready and prepared to take on the next level and layer. And one of the things, um, my myself and my 
what I know to be true about me is I have what's called stress dysmorphia. I've termed it that. I've okay, coined so it what that. Is that. So you know how body dysmorphia, <laughs> right? <I'm back. laughs> so I call well, it I'm next week. Yeah. I tell, I call it stress dysmorphia. Okay. And so when, when my healer's like, how's your stress level? And I'm like, you can't, you can't ask me because I deny the impact of stress. I don't recognize it. I, and I try to, but I think I'm like, I, I have a great, I'm not stressed, okay. but I have this, I have this dysmorphia because I'm blessed. <laughs> and I think because, you know, you, when you grow up in a really intense environment, your, your, your capacity to manage stress is really high. And then I worked in a crisis environment. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I have like a shield for stress. That doesn't mean it, it still affects my body, but I just don't see it. So I'm like, I'm all good. And she's like, but are you? Well, I know. It's like, exactly. I used to think that I wasn't an anxious person. I am an anxious person. I'm like wound super tight and I like to do things and I like to, but, but things will, and I know I'm much more anxious now, but, um, John used to laugh at me and be oh. like, you, you aren't anxious. You are anxious. Like you, you, but I would be like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And I yeah, you have dysmorphia, right? You're like, you don't <laughs> have anxiety dysmorphia. Yeah. And then yeah. the other thing is um, just, yeah, you just don't recognize it in yourself. You can see it in others and you can, if you're an empath, you're going to pick up their, their stuff, yeah. carry it and add it onto yours. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Things, like, right, like you're a Mach 10. So um, don't pick up what's not yours to carry. I don't. I'm too selfish. Well, you're not selfish at all. <laughs> I carry only my own baggage, sweetheart. Well, no, that and generational baggage, but we're, yes. that's. We got to wrap this up, but oh my goodness, we can, maybe we'll talk about, um, who knows next week. I do want to, I do want to delve into something and I'm wondering about bringing one or two other people on, but I really want us to dig into, um, what happens in your 50s and 60s when you've spent your 20s, 30s, and 40s stuck in a diet culture? Oh, girl, you, you preached. I know that's what we were going to do today, but we didn't. Um, yeah, like, I know. Yeah. I really, I mean, no, I think my that friend story is, is good, but yeah, I think that, um, yeah, I, it, I think it's a really good dialogue. Um, we're still in diet culture. There's um, so much out there, uh, and it's the pendulum swings one way or the other. How do you get in the middle, and how can you just be happy with, or right? content, actually content with like who you are and where you are? But we'll talk about that next week. Alrighty. That will be that. Any final thoughts? Final words? Well, I was just gonna say that's definitely gonna be like longer than thirty-five minutes. Final words um, would be, you know. Uh, listen to yourself. There's cues that are coming up. Um, and maybe get curious. Get oh, curious I like it's my favorite thing to say. Be curious. Be curious so, about where, where they're coming from. Like you said, yours was a 13 year old little girl. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. So, and so now, now the, now the next part, the fun part is now 
now life will present to me a few circumstances with which I can redo my reactions and act more graciously because there's not a little so stay tuned for what those circumstances will be over the next little bit we'll see what we can come up with (laughs) all right um i know what else one more last word if you haven't listened to episode 10 go and listen to it if you are in the edmonton and surrounding areas oh is that last week if you're not Listen to it because it's about fashion and there's a little gift. Some nuggets. Oh, yes. Um, but you got to listen to the whole thing to get the gift and you can get it online or in person. So, And there's a lot of good nuggets in there. Yeah, they're wonderful nuggets. We you know what? Have- we That show so far on views on YouTube, that show has the most views. Yes, I noticed that. So, got to push yeah. this stuff out. Yeah. Share, like, comment. Subscribe to, I don't know what other things are. One day we'll get ourselves organized and um, have all that set up. Will we? When we we start getting sponsored and make money, we'll have a real, we'll have a producer. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I love this look on you. Right at the end. What is this? This I love this. This is the way I normally would wear my ball cap. Thug life. I love it. I love it. It's like my favorite way. Okay, I'm going to. Burn my forehead. Okay. See you next week, peeps. It's going to be deep. Whoa. Super deep.